Welcome to episode six of What Does It Take? Today we are featuring Luis Rivas, who is a Wheeling High School junior, class of 2022. Luis, welcome. Hey, coach. Hey, man. How are you doing? Good. Good. It's good to, good to have you on the podcast, man. It's good to be here. Great. Great. So I guess we could jump right into it, Luis. Uh, my first thought for you or first question was uh, kind of, kind of, what were you like as a, as a young, as a young kid? Young kid. Well, I didn't like really have like strict parents, but kind of did at the same time. They wouldn't like let me go out to the park by myself because they like didn't trust the neighborhood. So I didn't really go outside that much. Didn't really have that much friends, but I grew up to like, learn and make friends out of that so so did you grow up in the wheeling area uh yeah i grew i grew up 10 minutes away from wheeling uh, i still live in piper i've lived here for my whole life so you live in you've lived in piper your whole life yep okay so you spent kind of a lot of time inside yeah a lot of time inside didn't really do that many sports i didn't do sports at all no nope when did you first start getting interested in doing sports? High school. So were you ever interested before then, or was that just kind of the first time you had the opportunity? I was kind of interested because I saw like wrestling in middle school, but I didn't think I would have liked it until my, one of my friends told me to join in high school. And that's when I started to actually like enjoy sports and do all that. So um, why, why did you think you wouldn't enjoy it in, in middle school? Did you have any reason or were you just kind of like, ah, it's not for me? I, I was just like the shy kid in school. So like I didn't like stay after school or do anything. I would just come home and like do my homework and that's it. Yeah. So you weren't, you weren't involved in any clubs or anything either? Nope. Wow. It kind of seems surprising to me because it seems like in high school you were kind of – or you have been um, – You've tried a lot of stuff. It, it feels like to me you're kind of a guy that's open to doing anything, um, you know, because, you know, you played football for a couple of years and now you decided not to play football again this year, but you're going out for the lacrosse team. So how did that how did that happen? How did you decide to go out for lacrosse? Um, so I have this friend that plays and he, he thought I could do pretty good and I was like, all right, I'll try it out. I'll give it a shot. And I went to practice, and I really enjoyed it, and I think I can do good in it. That's great, man. That's awesome. I don't – my – I actually – my um, – I have family members that are really big in the lacrosse, my uh, cousins. Um, one of them played in college. Oh, really cool. good in coaches. So, um but I don't know anything about it. I've never been to a game. I just know he's really into it. So it's a pretty cool game. Um, I think I have my, I went to, I've been to a lacrosse game one time, um, but I don't really remember too much about it, but I'll have to check it out this year when you guys are playing. Yeah. Um, you know, you came out for football as a freshman though. How, how did you decide to come out for football as a freshman? I wanted to, I wanted to like join a sport and, I just wanted to lose weight too. I was I was a chunky guy, you know. Grew up always big and like middle school. I was like, I mean, yeah, middle school. 
I was pretty big middle, uh, elementary. I wasn't really that big, but like kind of still on the big side. And I just like, cause I wasn't active and like outside or anything. So I would just stay inside and like, I would have to do nothing but just eat. So when I got into high school, I was like, I'm gonna change myself. I'm gonna look better. I'm gonna focus on myself and do sports and really focus on that. Wow. That's kind of, it's, it's, I'm always surprised at how kind of deep um, some of you guys think and, and, you know, I've heard of kids having to go out for sports because their parents want them to get a little more exercise, but you hear about once in a while a kid, you know, decides for themselves, you know, I'm going to go out for this team because I think I need to, to exercise a little more. And, and that's awesome to have that kind of ability to reflect on your own lifestyle and say, you know, I need to do something. I need to make, make some changes at 14, 13, 14 years old when it's maybe easy not to. Yeah. Um, so freshman year when I did football, my dad came to like one game and he saw that I didn't play that whole game. And he said, he told me to quit because I wouldn't get any game time. And I was, I just said to him that I'm not just going to give up. I'm going to work on myself and try and get into a game. So the last game we played when I actually got to play that, that like made me so happy because I didn't play all season until that day and then the next year that I got to play even more that made me way better because that made me see how much I've grown as a football player and an athlete yeah man for sure I was thinking about that before um before we did this I was like man you know Luis came out and I don't want to be like insulting but like you know when you play high school sports it's competitive you know you want to play um, the game to the best of the team's ability. So you, you put the best players on the field. And as a freshman, you know, you were there every day, good attendance, hard worker. Uh, we're doing all the right things, but your ability just wasn't there yet. And, um, you know, uh, you didn't give up, didn't give up, stuck it out for the whole season, which is, which is awesome. That's what it's all about, you know, win, lose, or draw, right? It's, it's just being there, putting in the work and trying to improve yourself. And, you know, last year, and then you, you wrestled, you know, and you made it through the whole wrestling season, which was great. And then last year when you came out again, cause I coached the team. So I, I, you know, was aware in, and we went from a freshman team when you were a freshman to now we're allowed to have a freshman sophomore team. And so you're on, you're with me again. And it was like, this is a different guy. This is like a diff- totally different kid. Like you'd kind of developed a little bit more muscle. You were uh, a little bit more intense. You know, you, you understood the game a little bit. And um, I remember talking with some of the coaches and I was like, you know, we were like, Luis Rivas has really improved. Like we, we weren't sure what, what we were getting. And it was like, here's a guy who's really, you know, at least mentally bought in and he, he's, his ability has grown tremendously. And um, you definitely got a lot more playing time, and it was um, it was great to see. Um, yeah. And then when we got into wrestling, you know, um, you know, nothing but positive things coming from the coaching staff there as well, as far as your improvement and your build, your 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 work ethic and effort, and so. Yeah, wrestling. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, wrestling's been been a big part. Um, I just really enjoy the sport. Um, like on my free time, I, I would just watch like wrestling videos 
and try to improve even more every day. That's awesome. And who, who do you watch? What, what videos do you watch? I don't watch anyone in my weight class. I watch lower. Um, I, I usually just watch Austin DeSanta. That's the only guy I watch. That's how my mentality is. He doesn't care like what penalty he gets or anything. So that's uh, that's what that was something that happened at one the one of the meets that we had. We went to I forgot what school, but I had to go against three guys, right? And I beat all three of them. I didn't care if I was losing or winning. I just kept going and I beat them all. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And that's the stuff we preach all the time. You know, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter if you're winning or losing. You just keep giving your full effort, trying to put points on the scoreboard and, and good things are going to happen. And that's how you end up, uh, you know, going undefeated on a weekend, going three and zero, winning a tournament. Um, that's just awesome to hear. Yeah. Austin DeSanto. Um, explain a little bit about who that is for people that maybe are listening that aren't into wrestling and don't know who that is. Well, Austin DeSanto, he's, uh, he wrestles for, uh, Iowa. He's, um, I, I don't remember. He's a senior now, I think. Right. Yeah, he oh, is he a senior? Yeah, he's going to be senior. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's uh he has um I forgot ADHD, pretty sure, right? Um, I'm not even sure about that. I know I've heard that he's definitely has some some issue. Yeah, definitely some yeah. some issues. He might have ADHD. I'm I'm not really sure. Yeah. I just remember he has a disability, and I relate to that because I also have a disability. I have ADD. I can't really stay focused, but on the wrestling mat, I don't know how, but I stay focused. I just try and map out my um, my strategy for that, and I go on from that. If I'm losing and just getting beat, I'll keep going. I won't quit. I won't. I won't stop until the bell rings. That's great, man. That's that's awesome. That's awesome that you have a guy like like Austin DeSanto to look up to, and and to um, I didn't even know that about him. You know. Um, you know, I know he has some antics on the mat and he can be a little bit of a, of a loose cannon, but usually in a good way and in a way that's, that's extremely entertaining. And I think brings a lot of people uh, to the sport and it, he could be a little polarizing at times, but um, man, is he good? And is he fun to watch? And is, is he, does he have the, he has the same uh, mentality you're talking about. He goes and goes and goes and goes and, and he's got a great pace um, talk a little bit about academics. Now, when I first met you, you were a really respectful, polite, quiet kid. Like you said earlier, you're kind of shy. And at some point when you were a freshman, we were taught you and me and uh, maybe a couple other kids were kind of talking and, and, you know, they were like, oh, well, Luis, you know, he, he's kind of, you know, he gets in trouble a lot. And I was like, what? I was like, Luis gets in trouble a lot. And you were like, yeah, coach, I, I just have a hard time in class sometimes. So talk a little bit about maybe the problems you had um, you've had in the classroom in the past, and maybe like how you've overcome some of the, some of those issues. All right. So uh, I was talking about my ADD, right? Um, I can't stay focused in class. Um, I really have a hard time focusing on one subject and I fidget a lot. And like, I just start talking like to people to my sides. So Teachers will have to move me away from my classmates that I know. Like, for instance, in algebra freshman year, um, Javi, and we had, like, a lot of football guys in there. And 
I would just like talk to them all day. I wouldn't do my homework or any of my like actual work. But then I realized I got to start doing all my work. So I just put all distractions away from me, turned off my phone, and I just started working on my stuff. Yeah, um, you know, really great story from last school year is probably the way I remember it, it was pretty close to probably right before school shut down for COVID. Um, but maybe it wasn't, maybe it was a little earlier than that. But a teacher came up to me and said, you know, I had a parent teacher conference with Luis and his mom. And I, you know, told her, you know, he's doing really well. Um, you know, good behavior, all this, like his, his grades are good. And his mom was like, so happy and so thankful because he's finally doing really well in school. And, um, you know, that you struggled in school and you've had a hard time with, with, with your academics and um, that you attributed it to wrestling. And it, that's something that as coach, um, that's what I'm in it for, you know, is for things like that, for kids to transfer the things from wrestling or from the sports into the, into the academic world and then into the real world as well and say, because of the things I've learned in wrestling, I, I know I need to be a better student and I'm going to change my behavior and make a, a an actual um put in a little more effort in the classroom and uh, definitely one of the cooler things that's uh, happened to me in my coaching career is, is, is that conversation, you know, someone else was on here and I was telling them there's these kind of little things, maybe it was, I think it was chips. There's these like little things that happen that are kind of like, you think the big thing as a coach is like, man, one day I'm going to have, we're going to build up, we're going to have this great team and we're going to win these, big tournaments and, and we're going to have, you know, it's going to be awesome. And really the thing that is most fulfilling is things like that. You know, a teacher stopping me in the hallway to say, Luis Rivas says he's, you know, loves wrestling and that's why he's a better student now. Um, those are the most fulfilling and, and best things about being a coach. So I couldn't be prouder of you, man. It's, it's just so awesome to hear things like that. Um, yeah. Um, I remember cause you guys, you were, you guys said to like make a list of your achievements that you want and what you had to do to achieve them and that's what I would think about last year I just well, I just like I was thinking about what I would do for my wrestling career and my future career as an academic student because um I either want to wrestle for like I don't know like a military team or the actual like I would rather go to like a college and wrestle too wow yeah wow that's that's a great aspiration man um, I didn't even know that, that you had those aspirations that you had the, those thoughts, but that's, that's really cool. Um, that you want to do that, that you want to keep going. Um, cause to be honest, you're kind of, you know, last year I knew you were getting into it. I knew you were enjoying being with the team and, you know, you were at practice every day and you were working your butt off and, um, you know, and then in the spring and summer, we started doing the zoom, um, workouts. And I was like, all right, Luis Rivas is here. Great, great. And then you were here again, and then you're here again. And it was like, man, Luis is one of our most consistent guys. This is this is awesome. And um, I'm glad. I'm just I'm just so happy for you, man. I can't wait. And then we started being able to at least see each other in person and do some shadow drill workouts. And the improvement you've shown is just tremendous. I was watching you last week, and I was just like, holy cow, this is a – Sorry, coach. My iPad died. No problem, buddy. Are you are you good to go now? 
Yeah, I'm on my phone. Did you hear what I was saying, or did I, how long ago did I lose you? Oh, I I heard about how like um that's great uh, like that you didn't know about my inspirations and all that. Yeah, so I didn't know you were. So I was kind of singing your praises right before you got cut out. Then, you know, and just talking about your improvement, you know, and and um, a couple guys, you know, they're really consistent. Leo uh, Leo Arroyo, Leo Grone, Javi Lopez, guys that were really consistent doing these shadow workouts. Um, and then we're finally able to kind of get together at least and and be outside and and do some drills and, and some shadow drilling. Um, and uh, there's, you know, you're one of the guys you're one of the, I'm like, Holy cow, this guy has improved, man. He looks like a wrestler out here. He's, he's got a good staggered stance. His hands are down, his head is up, his feet are moving. Um, just really impressed with the improvements you've made. Um, and you've, you just gotta, you know, it's a great story. So I, I can't wait to see how, uh, how we can finish it up over the next two years, um, and get yeah. you ready to, to wrestle beyond high school it would be man, that would be, uh, that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to go back to the classroom stuff a little bit more. Okay. Um, you know, so you, you, you're having a hard time staying focused. You're talking to your friends, you're on your phone and you, you, you kind of mentioned, go a little bit more into what got you to kind of all of a sudden maybe make some of these decisions to not do those things. Well, I came to a realization that if I don't pass high school, I won't be able to like achieve my dreams. I can't go to college and wrestle. I can't join the military and wrestle. So I just like that, like that hit me because I know how far back I am right now and I got to make up all those classes now. So I'm just trying to do my best right now. So I don't miss any more classes. Gotcha. So, so you, you, it sounds like you failed a couple classes early on in high school. Yeah. Yeah. But you've been turning around since then. Yeah. I've right now it's, if my old case manager were to see my grades right now, instead of last year's, he'd be like, wow, you've really changed. Man, that's Cause, awesome. Cause um, I wouldn't do my work at all. I just, after practice, I just come home, mess around, not even do my homework, go to sleep. And that's how I'd be. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's what, you know, it's, it, first of all, it's never too late, you know, no matter what, you know, get, people make mistakes, you know, people, uh, you know, I failed a class in college, um, had to learn some lessons there um, and, and change my behavior as well and change some of the things that I was doing. Um, and it happens, uh, but it, you know, this is what the goal, you know, I, and I'm a, I'm a case manager as well. And this is the goal. This is what we want for all kids, you know, is, is to kind of see, Hey, we want you to move forward. We want you to pass, you know, and, and get a high school diploma and give yourself some options. You know, if you want to go to college, you, you have that option. If you don't, you want to go do something else, you have those options, but without a high school diploma, you're really limited. Um, and it's just fantastic to, to hear that maybe, maybe wrestling played a role in that. Have you always kind of been like, yeah, I wish my grades were better, even when you weren't doing well, like maybe in middle school, um, but never really just knew why, or were you just kind of like, ah, whatever, but back, back then. 
in middle school, I was I was that kid that would be like, whatever, I don't care about school because I knew grades weren't going to matter in middle school. And that's where my mentality was wrong because they do matter. I, I wish I knew that back then. I wish I knew that I, if I did my work back then, I would do my work now because I grew up without doing any of my homework. I grew up like there was like barely anyone at home. So like they wouldn't tell me to do my homework or anything. I would just fool around and then fake like I was doing my homework when everyone was home. Sure. And, and how? No, yeah. Keep going. Go Keep going. Um, so now I just realized that I should have thought differently back then because everyone was doing their work while I was just at home watching TV or anything. Sure. So how important do you think it is for kids to have someone at home to push them to do their homework? Do you think oh. it's, it's like vitally important or do you think I knew I should have been doing my homework? I just I just didn't. It's kind of in the middle. It depends how you think, because some kids don't need anyone else for like their attention and anything else. So they could do their homework because I know a lot of kids that like are like lonely at home and still do all their homework and all that. But me, I need constant reminders to do my work or else I'll just like stare off and like won't do any of my work. Do you still need those reminders now? In classroom, just in classrooms. When I'm uh, like, yeah, when I'm doing my homework, I can do it. But like, I just need a little bit more reminders. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't go away, but there's something, something that can click. You know, you're a little more motivated. You want to be a little more disciplined. Um, do you have, what are, what are your aspirations for like, after high school, you said, well, I want to wrestle in college or I want to wrestle for the military. What, what, what would be like your, what would you want to study? What would you want to do? Let's say eight years from now when, when wrestling's over, um, what would you want to do with your, where your dreams for, for kind of a career or, or beyond that? Probably coach. You're like, you guys have inspired me to like be there for any other wrestler. Cause my freshman year for wrestling, I wasn't doing good either. I I had no wins except for forfeits and that one win that I got at the end of the season. If it wasn't for Coach Cause and Coach Custable, I probably would have quit. Wow. And how did uh, Coach Cause and Coach Custable, what did they, how did they support you? They kept telling me that I shouldn't, like, be mad about those losses because they're wins in some ways because you can learn from your mistakes that you did in the mat and try and do it during practice and fix everything. Cause last uh, freshman year, I had a bad stance. Like I was weak. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I was new to the sport. I was new to sports at all. So yeah, they helped me a lot. They kept me going. Sophomore year, coach cause kept me going. That was some real inspiration from them. That's great, man. That is fantastic. Um, you definitely, you know, you said you had at least one weekend where you went three and oh, um, so obviously a much better, um, sophomore year than freshman year, you tr improved tremendously. Um, are you still there, Luis? Yeah, sorry. No problem. No problem. Um, 
so you obviously improved a lot. It's great to hear that those coaches are, had an impact on you and that you want to move into, move into coaching. Um, because it's, you know, it's what I do. So it's, you know, obviously something I'm very passionate about and I love, and, and it's, it's always great to hear guys that they want to come back and give back. Um, what about a career though? You know, coaching is, um, something that isn't, you know, in the United States, at least isn't really, isn't really a career unless you are an elite, 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 um, player of any sport, um, as far as like becoming a career. So what do you think? Um, you know, I couldn't live just on coaching, you know? Um, so what what do you think from a career standpoint you'd like to do? Well, I, I, like I said, I want to join the military. So that's one thing I would like serve probably a six year contract and then probably go into law enforcement. That's like, that's something I've always wanted to do. Like a forensic scientist or something like that. Oh, wow. Like kind of scientific side of law enforcement. Yeah, kind of. Cause it's cool to see how in a crime scene, you have like all these things that could lead to catching like, suspect sure yeah now how did you get interested in that where did that how did that catch your interest well um my well my dad in a different country he was he was a cop so that's also a big part um my uncle he was going to join the military before he passed and that's just like contributed to me like looking up to them and what I wanted to do in the future. Wow. Yeah, that's, um, that's awesome. Sorry to hear your, your uncle passed away. Um, you know, that's, that's great, man. That's great that you have people to look up to and, and people that, um, kind of inspire you and inspire what you want to do. Um, you know, coach, uh, coach peep, coach Panagakis was a police officer for 30 something years. So, um, he'd be a great guy that you could talk to about some of those things. Um, and maybe what that path could look like for you. Um, there's also classes at Wheeling you could take. Have you talked with your counselor about, about any of that? I already talked to my case manager this year about switching some classes for next semester. Awesome. So you're going to try and get in some of our criminal law classes at Wheeling? Yep. We, uh, we already talked, we already made plans and we are switching up, uh, some of my classes for next semester. All right. Fantastic, man. That's great. I'm happy for you. Yeah. It just like, it popped into my head and I was like, I really think this could like be good for me. Sure. I, so once that popped into my head, I immediately sent an email to my new con my new case manager. Great, man. Great. That's fantastic. It's great that you're advocating for yourself too. Um, you know, sending emails to teachers, sending emails to your case manager. Um, those are skills that, um, can be really important. Being able to write and communicate yourself, communicate through writing is, is super important. Um, that's great that you're doing that, man. Um, I'm happy for you. Uh, What are, so we've talked kind of a lot about, you know, your growth, your development, yourself in the classroom, your growth in the classroom, Um, you know, and, and I've known you for two years and you're like this fun loving, 
kid who's just kind of happy-go-lucky, and I know you kind of can be a little bit of a, uh, you know, cause a little trouble in a classroom and stuff, but still like a nice person, a good person, right? And now we're yeah. talking now, and I'm like, man, it's like a different side of Luis. Like, this is a kid who's highly motivated, who's kind of intense, and, and has some big aspirations, and this is uh, really cool to hear, man. I'm, I'm just kind of blown away right now. Um, which is great. So what are, what are some of your goals for, for wrestling in high school? Like over the next two years, what are, what are some of the things you think you, or you want to accomplish? Well, I want to do my best. I really think I could do great, but I just need more training and like a little bit more muscle because that's where I'm lacking right now. I, I got some pretty good technique. Uh, I'm pretty good with my feet. I think I could just use a little bit more muscle to get me there. I really like, I want to go to um, state, but I don't know if I could right now. Sure. And, you know, I, I ask a lot of guys this these questions and, and uh, I had Jay on on one of the episodes and you know, he kind of was the same way. He's like, well, this is kind of what I think I want to do or what I hope I could do. And if you listen to people who are the, the best at something, and I'm not just talking wrestling, I'm talking all sports, all skill sets, musicians, um, the, the, the best scientists, uh, leaders of industry, they, they set a goal and they say, I'm going to do this. And they don't put in, I hope I can where I want to, they say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go do it. And so one of the things that I want you guys to start to be able to do is kind of talk about your goals, whether they're realistic or not for yourself is talk about them in a way that is definitive. I'm, I'm doing this. This is what I'm going to do. And it's, it's hard. It's a hard thing to kind of figure out how to do, but the more you talk about, I am going to do this, the more you really believe it. And you might say those things. And right now, maybe you don't believe it because you know, you're not there yet, but the more you say you're going to do it, the more you believe you're going to do it, you know, the more you, you really think you can. And sometimes just thinking you can do something, even if it's not realistic is going to get you way closer because you have so much, you're going to start to develop confidence and belief in yourself. Um, and that's a hard skill that that's tough to learn. I, it took me a really long time to learn that when I was a senior in high school, it was finally, I kind of finally figured it out as far as wrestling, like I'm going to be a state champion. I'm going to be a state champion. And then I wasn't, but um, you know, I did pretty darn well, you know, I got myself ranked fifth in the state. You know, I'd never been ranked before, before my senior year, I was ranked all the way as high as fifth. I won our sectional. I won my regional. Um, so did really, you know, did really well. Wasn't a state champion, but man, I accomplished some cool stuff. And then I had to learn it all over again in college because I went in as a freshman in college. I'm like, man, I'm the man. I'm so good. And everyone was really good in college and, and everyone had the same credentials. Ever, most guys had better credentials than me. And then they just pounded me when I was a freshman. I was kind of like, oh man, I stink again. <laughs> and I had to figure it out again. So my point is, if you want to do something, you should write it down and think about it as I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And you should have an action plan for how you're going to get there. And, and right now you're doing the actions, right? 
you don't miss workouts, right? You don't miss virtual workouts. You, you go to the weight room. We're allowed in the weight room right now. You've been in the weight room every single time. Uh, you train for lacrosse, you know? Um, so you're exercising probably five, six times a week. So you're going to stay super fit. Um, you know, you need to put, you need to put those things on paper and say, if I do these things over the next year and a half, two years, I'm going to be a state qualifier and, and believe it. And, and the more you believe it, the more you say it, like you're going to do it, the better things will, will become, but maybe you won't be a state qualifier, but maybe you'll be a sectional qualifier. Maybe you'll be a regional champion. Whereas right now you've never even stepped on a varsity mat and we'll be talking about Matt and Luis. Like, look, what, look at these awesome things you did. Yeah. You didn't get to be a state qualifier, but you know, when you were a freshman, you know, I, you know, you, you didn't win a match, you know, you won one match at the end of the year, you know, and, and now you're a, uh, you know, you've got all these wins and you were right there or whatever. And, you could take yourself a long way with a little bit of belief. Yeah. Cause like all I did um, summer, because I, I just kept thinking about wrestling. I just couldn't get it out of my mind. I just kept watching like Austin DeSanto wrestle. That's the only thing I watched on my free time. Cause um, I did some dumb things and during the summer kind of messed up my ankle. So I was just in bed. I was just watching wrestling videos. Yeah, man, you got the bug, man. <laughs> yeah, the wrestling bug, you know, it's like a, it's kind of like this, this uh, great addiction. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the only thing I think about. I don't know why, but it just, I just like every second, I just can't get it out of my head. It's every time like my parents talk to me and like, they ask me what I'm doing in school. I'm like, I'm wrestling. They ask me to like skip a workout, like on a Saturday or something. I'm like, I can't, I'm wrestling. Yeah, man, that's, that's the kind of, you know, dedication you need to, to achieve those big lofty goals that you have. You want to wrestle in college, man, you got to be, you got to be addicted to training. You got to be um, watching those videos. Um, you know, we didn't have YouTube when I was in high school, but like you could kind of, I remember I found like some videos online somehow that you could kind of like download and they took like a half hour to download and they were really black and blocky and junky. And they were like, 90 second highlight videos and I would watch them every day. Um, and it was all I could find. If I was in high school now, I can only imagine I would be a uh, pretty distracted. Um, I was talking to Jay about it too. Like you get the bug, man. You just got the wrestling bug. You just kind of get all of a sudden it's just, you're sucked in. You don't even know what happened, but it's all you want to do is train and wrestle and talk wrestling and watch wrestling. And it's the best, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool, man. That's great. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you found something that is, um, uh, helping you as a human being. It's helping you as, uh, you know, with your health, it's helping you with your academics. It's helping you with, with what you want to do later on in life. And man, is that not, yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what we preach all the time. That's what uh, any any coach you you talk to that's that's all they want for their athletes is to learn some lessons they can apply to life and you're doing that and uh, I, I gotta say it again I, I couldn't be prouder um so um i want to ask you some questions kind of about your mental approach um, right. to, to sports so what do you think about 
uh, right before you compete? Well, I'm always nervous. Like before a match, I'm nervous. Like I just start to sweat and like, I feel like this thing in my gut, like I have to go to the bathroom, but I really don't. So I just try and like hype myself up. I'm like, I'm going to beat this guy. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to try my hardest and I'm going to beat him. That's how I think. That's, oh, that's the only thing like, cause if I think I'm going to lose, then it's probably going to happen. But if you think you can win, and you actually say it, you can win. Cause I was, I remember this one match, right? Uh, I always rewatch it. This guy, he was just like destroying me. It was like six and zero or like eight and zero. I don't remember, but he like he was just like throwing me around the mat and everything. And it was just this one mistake he did, and I got a reversal and just pinned him. Yeah, man. So, if you never give up, you always got a shot. You know, it's hard to beat somebody that never gives up. And, you know, there's a knockout punch in wrestling, and that's called a pin. Because he was just he was just being cocky. So he would like he was just trying these weird moves and everything. He was just trying to like embarrass me. So once I got the reversal, I was like, I'm not letting him go. I'm not gonna mess this up. So I just stayed there, I pinned him, and he was all mad. Because he knew he thought he was gonna win. Absolutely, man. You know that that never quit attitude. You know that's another part of it. That never quit attitude is gonna take you a long way. Um, that with with it sounds like you you've built some strong belief in yourself. You've built the belief that hey, I I can beat anybody if I just don't give up. If I just keep trying until the match is over, you know, good things are gonna happen. You know, that's a great story. Uh, great story about, uh, uh, you know, um, about the mental attitude that we push, right? Always, always just try to put points on the board. Just always keep putting points on the board. Um, so that's great to hear that you think about it that way, that I'm just going to keep fighting. You know, that's, that's what we say. Just keep, just fight as hard as you can for as long as you can till the ref tells you the match is over. You know, whether you, you get a pin, you know, you get pinned or, or, uh, um, or you're, you know, you're putting points on the board and maybe you win, maybe you lose, um, but you did everything you could. Um, so what do you think, uh, what are some adversities that you've had to overcome? Now we've already talked about a few, but what are some maybe adversities, other adversities that you might've had to overcome in your life? Well, probably the losing weight. Cause when I, cause I grew up like being alone, like just home alone. So like all I would do was just like, if I was like bored or anything, I would just like grab a bowl of cereal and eat that and like keep doing that like all day, every day. And I just gained a lot of weight. My doctor was like, you're overweight. You gotta lose weight. I'm gonna put you on a diet and you gotta start getting your steps in. And I still didn't care. I just thought I'm fine, but I'm fine right now. But then I couldn't, like, keep up with my friends when they wanted to, like, play tag or anything. I'd just be the slowest guy, and they were like, all right, we're going to target Luis because he can't run that fast. So I was like, I got to lose weight. I got to start being better, or else I'm just going to be the last. And 
being last just sucks. Wow. So when was that? How old were you? Was that like eighth grade or like fifth grade? I was always big. So in elementary school, they would just like tag me and like run away. And I'm like, I'm out of breath. Sure, sure. Um, but like when, when was it where your doctor told you, hey, you got to start losing weight and you started taking it a little more seriously? That was eighth grade. Yep. Eighth grade. All right. So then that's when you kind of decided to go out for sports and stuff. Yep. And that's a, that's a huge one. That's the ability to, um, for people to take care of themselves, adults, you know, is something that's so hard. Um, you know, you know, people kind of let themselves go and, you know, even adults are just kind of like, oh, there's nothing I can do. I just, you know, I'm, this is just how it goes. You know, you get older and you gain weight and you get out of shape and, um, you know, even my, you know, my weight fluctuates, but I think as we get older, we need to make sure that we're continuing to exercise, continuing to watch what we eat. You know, it stinks because as you get older, you know, when I was your age, I didn't have the issues that you've had, um, with weight and stuff. And I could kind of eat whatever I wanted and didn't really ever gain a ton of weight. And I was a pretty active kid and always played sports and stuff. But now that I've gotten older, I'm like, man, I have to be pretty disciplined all the time because otherwise I do start putting on some weight, I do start kind of not feeling my body doesn't feel great. Like my back starts to hurt. My knees hurt. Uh, I feel tired all the time. Um, you know, so those are lessons that you had to learn as a 14 year old that some people never learn. And, um, you know, some people have to learn the hard way as they get, as they get older, you know, you stop being an athlete, you stop training all the time and you think you're kind of like, well, I'm just in great shape. You don't realize, well, you work out 15 times a week <laughs> and then you stop doing that. All of a sudden you start gaining weight, not feeling good, you know? So it's, that's great that you, you already have learned that. And hopefully you can keep the, know keep doing those things you've been doing as as you as you get older too yeah because eighth grade i went uh, like the transition from eighth grade to freshman year wrestling i went from 200 pounds to being 180 for that wrestling season wow and i like i looked at the scale and i was like i'm wrestling 180 because i was 200 and my my doctor was like you're way overweight I'm like just seeing me like go down I was like that's awesome so yeah that is that's great man did you voluntarily lose or I'm sorry did, not voluntarily but did you change your diet up much or was it just kind of being out exercising every single day playing football wrestling and the weight just kind of came off or were you making adjustments to your diet as well I didn't really change my diet I just um, controlled the portions I just as long because last year I counted my calories like I would like put them in this like app that would count your calories by your weight so it would tell you your max for that day so I would just follow that and then it would like tell you like input your um your like your workout so I would just input my wrestling workouts and it would take the calories off from that so every day I'd be like 
100 calories in and that's it. What do you mean 100 calories in? Like 100 calories? Like from eating. Like I would portion my things and the calories from that that I ate, I would lose from wrestling. So I'd just be like, what, 1,000 calories in or something like that? Okay. Sometimes I'd be at like very low sometimes because sometimes I would forget my ID and not eat that day. Oof. So that's because I always skip breakfast because I never eat breakfast because I can't. I don't know why, but I don't eat in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I've always had a hard time with breakfast. I'm not hungry in the morning. Like it, I have a hard time with that. But you got to make sure you're eating, man. You know, we don't want to be not not eating. You know, we want to make sure we're having good, strong, good diet. Um, yeah, I always like I always get my proteins in and all that. Okay. Now, but like freshman year, I would just eat junk food and everything. I pre- I would I'd probably be lower if I didn't eat that junk food freshman year because every football is a game. There would be concession stands, so you know. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's you always have to find like the happy medium, right? There's a dichotomy to everything, right? Being super disciplined about your diet and never eating any junk food ever is kind of like you, you kind of might lose the fun parts of life, right? Yeah. But it, it's it's okay to once in a while eat some junk food you know um you know today we hadn't gone grocery shopping in a while and, and you know i try to be strict about my diet sometimes and i'm in one of those zones right now and i hope i can stay disciplined with it forever um anyway we don't have anything to eat we're like out of food i had to go grocery shopping after school so after school i just bought a bag of cheetos and you know it was a nice little snack but that was it it wasn't like oh i have cheetos every day and then i have pizza and this and that once in a while, you know, have a little junk food, tastes good, feels good. And then you move on and go back to your vegetables and your protein and all the good stuff that you need, your body needs. Yeah, I think, I think if you're like on a diet, I think you at least should have one cheat meal because that'll just keep you for like the week. It'll give you your motivation for the week because you're just like, oh, it's Saturday. I can finally eat something good. What's your, what's your big cheat meal then? What do you, what do you like to have? I don't, I don't really do that much. I just like, I just get a, like, if I go to a restaurant, I would just get like a steak. Cause I, I don't know why, but I really like steaks and like mashed potatoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's awesome. I'm, I eat steak all the time. Steak's actually really good for you. What kind of steak do you like? Uh, T-bone. T-bone. All right. Nice, man. Good for you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I thought you were going to be like, oh, you know, I like to go to McDonald's or ice cream or pizza. No, T-bone steak for Luis. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like if I get ice cream, it's just if I'm like at a friend's house because I don't really like buy ice cream because I'm like, why eat all these extra calories that I don't, I don't really need? Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah, I had a a little bit of a ice cream addiction over the summer. I had to kind of curtail it. I was getting a little too, it's getting a little too intense. Um, but that's great, man. That's great. You're, you know, you, so you, you kind of have fallen in love with exercising or, or at least wrestling and exercising. you're, you're eating better, man. The, the good news just keeps coming with you, man. The transformation's incredible. Um, it's so great to hear, uh, more on the mental side though, where does, uh, where does confidence come from? Confidence. Well, 
for wrestling, I just look back to my best wins. I just replay those, and I'm like, I got this. Because if I could do this last week, I can do it this week. Just keep going. Don't stop until you get a win. Don't let one win set you back. I mean, one loss set you back. Because if you just let one loss, like, ruin your whole, like, career, that's that's just stupid. Because why would you let one loss out of so many put you down? Definitely, man. So you're saying kind of you – you. what I'm hearing is you gain confidence from the success that you've had in the past already. Yep. That's great, you know. But where did that initially, like, when you first started wrestling, how – did, how did you how did you get that confidence before you had any success? I didn't have any. I I would just go wrestle and I'm like, I don't think I can win today. And when but did then, that oh yeah, keep going. When did that start changing? Because you you only you said you won maybe one match at the end of freshman year, and then at some point or before sophomore year or during sophomore year it sounds like that totally changed. So what happened? Um, big part was coach Ramirez. He would, he'd be like, he would come after, he would come talk to me after practice and say, wow, you've really changed. You've gotten faster. You've gotten stronger. And that just kept me going. Just like some recognition keeps you going. Awesome. So definitely coaches have had a, a major impact on helping you f- build confidence as well yep awesome man because i you know you brought up coach Custable and coach kaz earlier and how they helped you and now you're saying kind of coach ramirez and then once you started developing your own success now you can kind of reflect back hey i was down eight nothing and reverse the guy and pinned him i have had all these other wins i, I won a tournament you know and now you, you can feel confidence in that and i'm hoping as you keep going you'll learn that, man, I train hard. I, I wrestle hard every single day. I don't miss workouts. Um, I wrestle live with all these, you know, tough guys in our room and, you know, run sprints hard and, and do all these things. And hopefully that'll help build your confidence too. You've helped to develop confidence that way. Um, so you brought up coaches who have helped you a couple times. What else, what do you think our coaches can do better to, to train, um, to train guys more effectively just for me just try and notice everyone like see what they need help in and like always like go up to them during practice or after practice and tell them what they can work on that'll like get it that will get it into their head so they know what they want to work on because if a coach that you know and like tells you to work on something you're gonna do it and that just that's what kind of kept me going because every time coach calls, he always comes up, uh, he always comes to me during practice and be like, put your hands down, straighten your back up. And I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And I just reflect off that and do it every day during practice. That's awesome, man. That's great to hear. Um, you know, I think coaches, we, we try it, you know, at least I know I try to, to recognize everyone. You know, it's hard to do that every single day, but um, it's great. It's great to hear. Hey, like, just, just talk, just talk to everybody. You know, I think that's something that's super easy that coaches can definitely do. And um, something I strive for 
and maybe I'm not great at it, but um, it's, it's good, a good refresher that um, something that, that I need to keep doing because um, you know, the level of buy-in from guys we've had in the last year or two has been really awesome. And I want to keep that rolling. So um, I'll keep that in mind as we, as we, as I continue as a coach. Um, that's great. Um, one more from the mental side. What, uh, what, how does your athleticism help you? Well, now that, um, I'm in all these like sports and everything, it's helped me get confident in like in real life. Cause back then I would just like wear baggy stuff and like, cause I hated how I looked. I just hated that I was big and everything. Everyone would look at me and be like, oh, he's a loser and all that. And now that when I go outside, I wear clothes that kind of fit me better. And I just walk around like, I'm not that ugly now. I'm not fat. I can actually like talk to people. It's helped me get a lot of friends now. So, so you feel like, I don't think, I don't think ugly is, is, is the right word, but. Well, yeah, that's, that's how I looked at it back then. But sure. Yeah. I think most kids, most teenagers, you know, and I'm sure I was that way when I was your age as well, aren't always very comfortable and can kind of nitpick themselves and be pretty harsh with themselves um, from a physical standpoint. You know, I'm, I'm to this, I'm to that. Um, I don't have enough, this not tall enough, not or too tall or whatever, you know, and um it's good. To, you know, it's just another thing. It's helping you build confidence, uh, you know, with, with your self image, you know, you feel more confident in, in the way you look. Um, that's, that's great, man. That's great. It's just, yeah. it just seems like every time I ask you a question, there's another layer of here is how athletics and wrestling have helped me. And um, that's so cool. It's just really yeah. cool. Definitely, because middle school and elementary, I would get picked on because I was big. Mm -hmm. There were these kids that would, like, try and trip us while we were running and all that and, like, to, like make fun of you for how you look. So I was like, all right, I'm tired of this. I'm going to join the sport. I'm going to lose some weight, and I'm going to show them that I can be better than them and don't have to, like, make fun of other people. Yeah, man. Um, I think that's important. Uh something you said in there um when I was a kid and I don't want to toot my own horn too much but um I remember you know I had an older brother and and I remember kids would be like mean or or you know pick on other kids or I was kind of I was I was my brother's kid brother so like when I was around his friends I was kind of like not bullied but like easy to pick on, easy to be the target, right? Like you said earlier, sorry, uh, let's just tag Charlie. He, he can't catch us. He's two years younger. He's way slower than us, you know? And I remember never wanting to, to treat other people like that. Like I'll never do some of the mean things that people have done to me. And I feel like most people take that um, kind of, oh, these people are being mean to me. These people are doing mean things to me. And then as soon as they get in, a situation where they might have more power or control, they do those same things to other people that never made sense to me. It still doesn't make any sense to me, Yeah, uh, but it, it, it's, it's good to hear that you have that same kind of mentality where, 
you know, those guys are total jerks They, you know, picking on me and one day I'm going to be in good shape and I'm not going to do things like that to people. Um, you know, you want to build people up rather than, than break them down. Um, and I think that's part of the reason I wanted to become a coach too, is because, um, you know, Hey, it was, it's not easy to get good at something. And, um, you know, this was so much fun for me. Why, why can't I make it fun for other guys? Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I think. Cause I've seen some guys that like used to get picked on and all that because of how they looked or what they did, they would like get out of all that and like change themselves. And then they would instantly go around and go pick on someone else. And I'm like, so you did all those changes because other people picked on you. Why wouldn't you just go help the other guys? Cause if you lost weight, because people were making fun of you from your weight, why would you make other people feel how you used to feel? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. It's, it's such a weird human tendency um, to see. And I, I feel like um, having compassion for other people and trying to help other people is so much more gratifying than, than, you know, trying to break other people down. Um, and, you know, I think that shows a, a certain sign of, obviously you have some sort of maturity about you that is um, really developed over the last couple of years. And that's, I, I, I'm at like a loss for words. I, I really didn't realize this podcast was going to be like this deep, this discussion was going to be you know, about all these, I knew you had developed as a student. I knew you had improved as a wrestler, but I didn't know all these things about you that, that are really, really cool and really interesting. And that, you know, you're very, uh, kind of like an enlightened guy. Like, Hey, I'm, you know, I've done these things. I want to help other people see that they can do them too. That's super cool, man. Yeah. Cause I remember when I was a kid, I would have no friends at all. Like I just go into the playground and just sit there with like with my toys and everything. And now that I'm older and have friends and I see someone like that doesn't like really have that many friends, I'd like, I'll give them a chance because no one gave me a chance back then. So why am I just going to sit there and see someone else just be lonely? Absolutely, man. There's uh, you know, and I, uh, there, there's nothing uh, quite like it there's, you know, it's, it's difficult to be alone. It's, it's a hard, hard thing to do, especially as a kid. Um, you know, to feel alone is, uh, one of the, one of the hardest feelings I think people feel, um, and to be that person to reach out and, and try to befriend someone who's maybe having a hard time or not getting along with everybody is, um, it's a great thing to do. And, uh, I, I uh, encourage you to continue with that. Um, I'm going to give you a second here. I, I like to uh, ask these last two questions kind of at the same time. So the first one is, and I, the, the first one I'll tell you, I want you to think about, and then you're actually going to ask me at the end. So think about a question that you want to ask me. Okay. All right. And then while you're thinking about that, I want you to answer this. It's a fill in the blank. Wrestling is like blank. Wrestling is like blank. 
wrestling's like life. It has its ups and downs, and you just got to get through it. Because one day you could just like be lonely and like you're like, I'm not good enough. And that's how it is in wrestling, too. You can just have a long line of losing streaks, and you're like, I suck at this. But then one day you're going to start getting better and better. And you're going to, you're going to think about it like, wow, this is so similar because wait, <laughs> wait. Um, so yeah, the ups and downs, um, it's also like life because life has many ups and downs, but you just got to get through it and um, got to keep fighting. Also in wrestling, you got to keep fighting. Absolutely, yeah. for sure. And I think I, I think what you were getting at is is sometimes you feel like giving up, right? Things aren't yeah. Going your that's, way. What, that's what I was getting at. Things aren't going your way, but if you stick with it and you just don't quit, you keep showing up, you keep tr- giving your best effort, things are going to turn around. And I think in wrestling and in life, the ups get are that much sweeter because of the downs right um so you know you lose a match right so what let me give you an example from my life so i lost the conference finals to a guy from barrington and it crushed me it was so terrible because that was my biggest goal i watched these two guys that were seniors when i was a freshman win the conference and i was like that's the coolest thing ever i want to do that and I was ready to do it as a senior and lost the match and was just super bummed out. Um, it was a kid from Barrington. So we had regionals the next week. Barrington wasn't in our regional. So I didn't get a chance to wrestle him. I won the regional and then I saw him in the sectional finals and I, I just pounded him. I beat him like seven to one in the sectional mm-hmm. finals. And it was just like, it was like this redemption. It, it, it was like, you know, a section you know the conference is 12 teams and the sectional really is like 36 teams because the regionals are nine you know there's nine teams per regional and the best guys qualify to the sectional so I was like man this is like even better and then I got a great spot at the state tournament and it you know it it made it was like the loss made it better you know of course I would have rather won conference and section and been champion of both but there was something about that moment that was better because I had that loss because things were hard um, makes the ups better. And I'm sure yeah. you say, say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. it just shows that you can't just let one thing bring you all the way down. Cause I've seen so many people let bad things happen to them. So they just completely quit. I've seen kids like do bad in school. So like they just quit and like dropped out. And if they just gave it like more time into it and like finished, they would have felt so good about it because they went through those ups and downs, just like in wrestling. When you get like, like me, I could have easily quit after my first year, but I didn't let that happen. I kept going and kept winning, winning, winning. And then I lost again, but I didn't let that bring me down. I kept working on everything I could watched more videos, got more ups and downs, but I feel like I ended off on a good season. 
Sure, man. Hey, you know what? Like at this point, after this conversation with you, you know, like the wins and losses in wrestling, you know, I, I told my story, right. But the wins and losses really are, are meaningless because especially for you, where you've, you've, you've developed all these great habits because of it. And you, you've developed all this like perspective because of it, you know? Um, so to me, that's the biggest win. The biggest win is not if Luis is a state qualifier or state champion or, or wins a varsity match or whatever. The biggest win is Luis understands the importance of his education. Luis has goals for after high school that he feels like wrestling has helped him see um Luis feels like he's developed you know he's a healthier person um he's a more confident person like man that makes <laughs> that makes it all worth it no matter what man so um this has just been uh for me a, a, an eye-opening conversation um so I, I'm excited I'm, I'm even more excited for the next two years with you um yeah, that's what every teacher says to me after like they have like a meaningful talk with me because they I never talk. And so like I don't have conversations with any teachers or any coaches. So yeah. when they listen through what I've grown up with and fought through with, they're like, wow, you really went through all that. Yeah, man, you've got an incredible story. You know, I, I uh, uh, I'm perplexed by it. I'm just blown away. Um, it's super cool. Um, and you're such a happy go lucky guy. You know, you're just, I'm like, Oh, Luis is here. You know, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's doing so great. He's, he's putting in so much effort, you know, I'm, I'm happy he keeps coming. And now I hear this and I'm like, Holy cow, this guy is like really thinking deep. He's got the wrestling bug, you know, he's super interested, you know, um, it's just great, man. It's great. Um, were you able to think of a question for me? What kept you going when you were a kid, when you were a kid wrestling, what kept you going through all that? Like, even if you, I don't know if you had that many losses or wins, but what kept you going through all those? Yeah. So, you know, I was like relatively always like not like good. Right. I was relatively good, but, but it was always relative. So, <clears throat> you know, when I started, I qualified for the ISA state tournament as my first year wrestler. And then I qualified again as a, as an eighth grader. Right. Um, which is great. Really good. You know, Oh, pr not bad or off the bat, but I got pinned both of my matches at state and I was Owen one at state um, both years. And then as a freshman, I went to the, I went, 15 and one on the freshman team. Really good. But then I got moved up to varsity and I went three and three and 11 and I was getting pinned, boom, 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 pin, 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 you know, I was getting pounded and it was cool because I was a freshman on varsity, but then I would go and I would see other freshmen from other teams wrestling varsity. And those guys are winning, you know, they're getting wins. And I, you know, so it's kind of like relative, right? So yeah, I was the best guy maybe in my school, um, maybe I had some success that was came to me, um, because I was a little more physical of a kid, you know, I played organized football since third grade and tackle football. So I, you know, I kind of attribute, I was physical because I played football. So it made me a better wrestler from the jump. Um, 
so then it was kind of like, well, I want to be like these guys that are really good right away. There's kids that are sophomores qualifying for the state tournament. I want to do that. So I was kind of always chasing those guys. And it was like, you know, could I be a state champion? You know, that's what I want to do. Can I catch those guys and be a state champion? And it was kind of like trying to catch guys. I felt like I was constantly just trying to figure out ways to train and catch guys. And I had a lot of hard losses, a lot of hard losses. Um, you know, I was the guy who was up by, you know, 10, 11 points and got headlocked and pinned, you know, that happens to everybody. Um, you know, you know, my junior year, I was not ranked, but like when you go, when you looked at the sectional top three guys from the sectional went to state back then, and there was Jamie Smith from Wheeling. There's a guy by the name of Marty Gold from Niles West. Both of those guys were ranked top five in the state. And then there was no one. Um, um, or I'm sorry, it was Dave Paramski from, from Libertyville. I'm getting in the woods. Anyway, there's two guys ranked in the top five in the state in the sectional. And then there's a bunch of other guys that are lower tier guys, you know, um, that, that are state qualifier level, but not ranked. And um, I wrestle a guy who was a, um, I, I beat him by eight points earlier in the year and I lost and I was out. That was it. That was my sectional tournament. I, I had a great draw. And then the two guys that wrestled for third place, I'd beaten both of them earlier in the year and never lost to either of them. Um, so that was a really big setback. Um, it, but there was never any thought of quitting. It just didn't cross my mind, like to give up. I just didn't know any better. You know, I just loved, I loved it so much. I was, I loved training. I loved, I loved being in the wrestling room. I used to, um, you know, I used to just, I would just wrestle all the time. I would just shadow drill in my basement by myself. Um, I, I would visualize winning. I would visualize wrestling. I just loved it. I was addicted to it. And the thought, it was hard for me as a younger coach because I never thought about the idea of quitting. When guys would quit, I'd be like, what do you mean you're quitting? Why would you quit? Like it just never crossed my mind. Um, but definitely there were hard days. Um, definitely hard times. It's a lonely, it's a lonely road. Um, you know, I know you talked about being lonely as a kid. Um, wrestling's a lonely road because you kind of take it by yourself. Even if there's guys around you doing the same thing, it feels when you have those setbacks, it feels like you're by yourself. You know, it feels like nobody, everybody else is winning. Everybody else is having success. And here I am, you know, the loser of the group. Um, and you're not, and it's really not that way. Um, you just kind of have to grow a tough skin and, and keep moving forward. Like you said earlier, just don't give up. Just you're going to get through these bad days and you're going to get through it and, and things are going to, you're going to improve and, and get better. And, you know, th I think that's what kept me going was I just loved it. I just, I just, that's just all I wanted to do. You know? yeah, that's, that's how I felt freshman year when I was like, I was the loser at the freshman team. I literally, every time we went to like a wrestling match, everyone was like, oh, Luis is going to lose again. And Luis is going to lose again. He can't get a win. Mm -hmm. And like, I just kept thinking about that all summer. I'm like, I didn't get a single win this year. Yeah. And yeah, and then I just, like, started working out. Um, I, I would go to a mountain and just, like, go up it and, like, like start running and all that, go run down again. 
and that's why I messed up my ankle. I kind of messed up my ankle during. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're and, out training, you know. Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I guess the, the you know, I've got a bunch of stories about being, you know, um, not the best or or big setbacks or just things that felt big, like big setbacks. Maybe they weren't. Um, you know. Uh, I made Team Illinois. I qualified for the Fargo tournament, you know, which is cool, right? You know, and qualified yeah. for Fargo. Wow, it's this incredible thing. Well, all the guys in my weight class from Illinois, we were like the best team in the country. Um, I would, went to the number one club in the country in Naperville. You know, it was the, not the number one club in Illinois, but in the country. And these guys would kill me. I mean, they would just kill me. They would pound me every day. And so we go out to Fargo and, um, you know, I go 0 and 2, and all these other guys are wrestling deep into the tournament. I just kind of felt like, oh, I'm the, I'm the Illinois kid that can't win. You know, I'm the Illinois kid that stinks on the national level. Um, uh, and it wasn't true. There was plenty of guys that went 0 and 2, but it just you felt alone. You know, so, but you you come out on the other side, and things get better, and you just stick you just stick to it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. I mean, you know. There's going to be more ups and downs. You already know that. And, and uh, I'll be here and coaching staff will be here and your, you know, your family will be there. And no matter what, then, you know, we're going to, we're going to love you and your family's going to love you. And uh, uh, you know, in the end, it doesn't matter because you're going to be a better person for, for, for going through it and for, you know, putting yourself all in on something it just makes you better. Yeah because all the things we were talking about today. So, uh, you know, that's all I got. Luis, do you want to say anything else? Kind of. Um, what keeps you, like, every day, like, you wake up at, like, four or six in the morning just to, like, wrestle? Like, how do you get all that motivation? Yeah, man, um, you know, it's been hard through quarantine, through lockdown. It's been really hard um, because my whole, in the last 20 years, maybe not 20, 18 years, the amount of time that I've gone without being in a wrestling room is probably no more than seven days. I take a week off and then I'm in, I'm in the room again, somewhere doing something. Um, it's just, it, it's just what I love. It's what I love to do. Um, you know, um, what, I, I don't know what keeps me going. It's just, it's just kind of like, why, you know, why does someone love working on cars or why does someone, um, you know, like playing video games or, or do, you know, it's just what I enjoy to, to do. I, I like being in a wrestling room. I like helping guys learn to wrestle, you know, and I, this is my like 10th or 11th year coaching. And I feel like I'm just learning how to help kids learn how to wrestle. Um, I feel like I'm just starting to develop like a, the knowledge to do it. And I've been doing it, you know, I wrestled for 10 years and now I've been coaching 10 years and, and I feel like I'm just starting to figure out this is how to get, this is how to build, build guys up. This is how to get them going. Um, and it's a puzzle and it's, it's, um, it's a challenge and I, I just love it. I just love being in the wrestling room. I love the smell of it. I love 
taking shots. I love um, that burning feeling in your legs and the burning in the lungs and, you know, getting my hands on another person and moving them and, and lowering my level and getting past their head and their hands and their hips and getting to that single leg and boom. And, and that feeling of like, that's two points. I know that's two, right. You know, putting somebody on their back and there's just, I don't, there's just this quality about it, this feeling about it of, of, um, of joy. It's just fun. Yeah, I, I get it, coach. That's how I feel too. Cause I've missed like not being able to go upstairs and actually wrestle a partner. That's what I've been missing all this quarantine. I've been wanting to just grab my old partner from last year and keep wrestling him. Yeah. Every, like even when I couldn't keep wrestling, like I was just tired. I would still keep going just because I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's something about, you know, at certain points there was like, you know, I, I'm doing something that a lot of people can't do, you know, or, or, um, you know, I can, I could drill 20 minutes straight or I could drill 30 minutes straight or, you know, the way that I do this is, is really slick or, or figuring out a new technique or, or, you know, just developing new skills. And, and something that I've really learned that I really, really like is, is I love being in good shape. I love, um, my body just being able to go for a long time. And, um, um, there's just kind of a euphoric feeling about it. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why I just, it's just something, it's just what I like. Some people like cars. Some people like, yeah, I get what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, different things. Yeah. So you were talking about how you like your body being in shape, right? I also feel that way because during this quarantine, we couldn't really work out. We just had to do our, like, our drills and all that. And I gained a little bit of weight. I'm not going to lie. I gained some weight. But I would just look in the mirror and I'm like, all this work that I did to lose it and I'm back gaining it. Yeah. That just got me so like frustrated at myself because I just let all that two years of work go down the drain. But now I'm going back to every practice, not missing one. I could easily just come up with an excuse saying, oh, coach, like I have to do this family thing or, oh, coach, my, I don't have a ride. I could have just easily said that. But no, I'm going to wrestling practice. And right after wrestling practice, I'm putting on my cleats and going them across. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you, like you said, like, like I could come up with an excuse. Like, I understand, like I could come up with an excuse, you know, it's just weird. It just never crosses my mind because I just like it. <laughs> I like doing it. I want to be there. I love, I love wrestling. I love being a part of it. Um, you know, so it's always weird for me for, with kids who are like, not, you know, it's, it's not that weird. Cause I've been there where it's like, it hurts. It's not fun. Like to, um, th th there's a certain point where you, you have to kind of buy in that, Oh, I'm going to get tired. Oh, I'm going to have to like fight another person kind of, you know, in, in a sense. And, um, that's the, um, it can be debilitating to your motivation. Like, Oh, I want to avoid being tired. I want to avoid someone moving, you know, pulling on my head or, or pushing me or, or taking me down. You know, I want to avoid being really tired. And 
the ability when I had my best, most of my success was when I was like, man, I get to go and wrestle today and I get to wrestle a guy that's really, really good. And he's going to push me to be better. I'm going to push him to be better. And, uh, you know, I'm going to try not to give up any points. And if I do, I'm going to try and find a way to get the next points. Um, and those, when I had that mindset and it kind of ebbed and flowed, but when I had that mindset, man, I was tough to beat. And, and I was a, a heck of a training partner for, for some other people too. Yeah. All right. That, that got me thinking because freshman year, I had this mindset, which I didn't really care. I really didn't care. I would make up excuses for not to go to practice just because I was tired. Oh, coach, my back's hurting. So I would just make an excuse, be like, I have this family thing to go do or something. But now I'm just like, oh, my back hurts. Ah, I'll just get that off during wrestling. Yeah, there's like a part of it, too, where there's like, you know, you get dinged up, your body gets a little sore, you know, you get bruised up, you know, and, and you kind of got to know your body enough to know when you're injured or when you're hurt, right? Injured is like, hey, be like, I, I, I might need to see a doctor. Um, and hurts kind of like, oh, I jammed my thumb yesterday. It kind of, it's going to hurt today. You know, sometimes you have to wrestle through a little bit of pain. You know, you're going to get some, some bruises and some nicks. Um, they're going to hurt. And, and that's another layer of, of avoiding training um, and stuff. So, you know, I, I had those times. I shouldn't say I'm kind of saying like, oh, I don't know what that's like. But I guess I do know what that's like. I just kind of, as a coach, I can just be like, well, I feel a little tired today. I still want to be at practice, but I don't want to, you know, I might not wrestle with anyone today. Um but I think going back to what I was saying about mindset and, and when I was like, yeah, my thumb hurts, but who cares? I'm going to go get better today. I can't wait. I can't wait. And just being excited to train. Um, those, those were the best. That's when I was really at my best and different things got me out of that. It was usually, um, usually managing weight management, you know, poor weight management was, was what I think, was most debilitating for me and throughout, you know, my wrestling career, um, and, and not managing my weight the right way. And, um, you know, so if you can avoid that, which I, I try to push you guys not to you have to deal with much weight management. Um, so, um, you know, but if you can stay positive, if you can just get excited to train and excited to get better, it's another thing that's going to build confidence, build skills. It's going to help. All right, Luis. Actually, I do have one more question. Let's finish up with this, Luis. What does it take to be a Wheeling High School wrestler? And Luis, you're on mute. Uh, it takes um, – it just takes a good mentality, you know. You just got to go out and just – Try your best. Just don't quit. If you can give it all in the mat, that's all we want. We just want you to give it all. I love it, man. Absolutely. That's And that's what we preach all the time. Just don't give up. Just go out there and fight as hard as you can, as long as you can. All right, Luis, man, this has been a great talk. Uh, I, I loved, uh, loved every second of it. Uh, unfortunately, all great things do come to an end. So um, have a great night, man. It was great talking to you. and. Uh, I'll see you soon.
All right, coach. Take care, buddy. All right, you too.